Well, hello. How are you? I am doing great. I hope you are too. Wanted to talk to you today about understanding times and seasons. And I'm just going to dive right into it because um, I just want to. But uh, the reason why it kind of came up for discussion for me was we all go through, especially as adults, we all go through random different things and we try to figure out why, like, why God, why is this happening to me? Or, you know, why is it always something, you know, but there was never a promise to us that life would be easy. There was only a promise that we would have support in going through it. And if you become more um, focused on more outwardly focused versus so much ego, you might start to understand that whatever it is you're going through, it's really not just for your benefit, but for the benefit of others. So as you go through this season, and we all do go through ups and downs, that is just how life is. I wanted to try to give some encouragement to you to help you understand it better, to help you maybe find a way to go through this time with less resistance. Because the more you resist, the longer it's going to take. So let's just dive in. Understanding times and seasons. I'm going to start with uh, the Bible. <laughs> I am not a preacher, but I did feel very um, compelled to talk about this topic from a biblical perspective perspective. So here we go. Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse one through eight. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but, um, within that set of verses, uh, you hear to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant. And as it goes, uh, toward the end there, a time of war, a time of peace. And the main thing I want to pick up on is that there to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. So wouldn't it make sense that God deals with us in time and season? And we need to know what season we are in and what time of season we are in so we know how to handle it. If you think about um, the regular everyday seasons, winter, spring, summer, fall, we know in the winter we have to put our plants away and maybe cover up some of the shrubs or um, wear a coat, you know, you can't wear shorts anymore, depending on what region you live in. Definitely can't wear sandals and things like that. In the spring though, we know that we can pull all of our, you know, warm weather cold clothes back out and like hang flowers, plant gardens and, you know, start getting ready for the harvest. The same way is life. We have to know as we're going through the season, how to handle each season. Like at the beginning of winter, it may not be as cold, but as winter progresses, when it gets to its height, it's really cold. But then when it's about to go into spring, the temperatures get milder. And as you go through that, you understand how to handle yourself in each phase. So I want to talk to you about that. So we're going to go to First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32. From the tribe of Iskar, there were 200 leaders of the tribe, with their relatives. All these men understood the signs of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take. In this scripture, they understood the times so they knew what they were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. We need to know what to do as well. And the way that we can get to a point where we understand what to do 
is to obviously develop our relationship with our creator and to live in a mode of revelation versus driven by information. And let's talk about that. Let's talk about the difference between revelation versus information. Revelation is understanding of spiritual things at your level or point of comprehension, which means we can all have a revelation no matter how smart or old we are or how young or not smart we are. (laughs) We can all, contrary to popular belief, have a revelation. Information is something that may challenge you. Information is what you're being told. Um, let's, let's talk about that. Information is you go to the doctor and the doctor tells you you have cancer. That's information. That's a, you know, the current situation. Revelation is going to tell you that, yeah, you're being told that you have cancer, but God is a God of healing. And if you hold on to that revelation, you'll go through this season of cancer coming out on the other side, healed in some way, shape, form, or fashion, and definitely going through it with a better attitude. Information may challenge your thinking, but revelation will change your lifestyle. And today we want you to change your lifestyle from what I'm going to tell you. Information may alter your conversation, but revelation changes your character. Revelation will change forever the manner in which you see life and how you process information. Revelation causes an immediate shift in your attitude about your situation. So if you can take a situation and work to get revelation from it versus information, it will change your attitude. And we all know that if our attitude is in the right place, it's going to determine our altitude. How your attitude is when you're given the information will determine your altitude, how far you go, how high you go. So let's get some revelation about season. God does not operate by time. I know that sounds crazy. We always, you know, catch each other saying something like he may not show up when you want him, but he's always going to be there right on time. Well, that's just not right. Not from what I learned. (laughs) Um, God shows up in his time, but he is not bound by time. So don't put God in your time clock. God operates by eternity and eternity is forever. When you put God into a time frame, as in, you know, God, I need you to do this in the next 30 days, or, you know, I need to be out of this by tomorrow. I need to be, um, you know, I need to have this dream fulfilled in the next five years. I need to quit my job, you know, by September, 2018, you put limits on God and you dictate to him how you want him to handle your life. And that's like telling your parents how to raise you, (laughs) so to speak. You don't know how to raise you. When you were growing up, you didn't know everything about how to feed yourself, the things you should eat, the um, clothes you need to wear at certain times, the things you should do and shouldn't say. All of that had to be taught to you. And in order for you to fully understand and grasp why you should do it, you had to mess up a few times. You had to go through some seasons of, you know, always being told, stop, no, and don't. And what are you doing? Sit down, you know, that kind of thing. In order for you to learn how you should conduct yourself and how to survive in this world. And now you're all the better for it. Same way with us and our relationship with God. 
Um, so we're going to go to Psalms chapter 90, verse 1. Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the whole world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. God sees a whole scope of the beginning, middle, and right now, and the end. Because he operates in the now, he sees everything now. And I'll help you understand that further. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 6 through 10. I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times. What is still to come, I say, my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. From the east, I summon a bird of prey from a far off land, a man to fulfill my purpose. What I have said, that I will bring about. What I have planned, that I will do. God does not start and then finishes like we do, but instead he finishes and then he starts. When we were born, we were already finished. What God, excuse me, (laughs) what good and great things he has for us are already done. They are already finished. They already exist. Our beginning was reinforcing what we already, that we are already finished. For this reason, God already knows the issues facing us and has already provided a way for escaping before it even happens. So think about that. Like, just meditate on that thought. God already knew our end from the beginning. And if God's great if God's great pleasure is to do good for us, knowing our end from the beginning, what do you think your end is going to be in every season, in every time where it seems like things just are not going your way? How do you think it's really going to end? You don't have to answer me. Answer yourself. <laughs> we know this too because we are spirit and our spirit was with God before we came to earth and a physical body and our spirit already knows the way out and the reward at the end because the end was there at the beginning so we should already know our end before it begins as well we should already know that god made an escape from the obstacles we just have to go through them this is why the word says a good man's steps are already ordered by the lord so in closing if your spirit was with god when he finished creating you and started you, then you have already walked through life one time. You don't believe me, do you? Think about it. How many times have you experienced something and said to yourself, man, I feel like I've been here before, seen this before, know this person, went through this before, from somewhere, and yet you physically had not. We call it deja vu, but that is your spirit. Your spirit has been in every area of your life at least one time. That's why your spirit, which has a revelation of your end from the beginning, is cool, calm, and collected when trouble rises, especially if you've been feeding it the right things. And it says, trust God. You got this. It knows you already been through this before, and God made an escape, and you came out on top. Your spirit knows this. God knows this. And if you're one with God, and you're a spirit, in a physical body, you should know it too. That God already had your great end known from the beginning. It's your mind that is driven by information around it that doesn't realize that this is a season and it too shall pass. God is not moved by time. He is moved by the eternal now. Until then, go through it because your escape is there to empower you 
So you know there is more to you than you think. And in providing a way out of no way, God shows you to trust no opportunity or person or dollar amount or job more than you trust God and yourself. So go through this season with your head high. Go through this season to make your mess your message. Go through this season to learn a lesson from what feels like a loss. You know, all the cliches. Point is, it's just a season and this too shall pass. And if you're willing to go through all the good times, you have to be as eager and willing to go through some of the bad times because they are what make you strong and they make you even more grateful for all the good that you're about to receive. Blessings.